Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for coming to our second forum session of today. I'm really delighted to introduce to you um, artist Joel Andriano Mayarasoa and <laughs> Uget Malamba, who will be discussing Joel's practice and relationship to material. Born in Antananarivo, Madagascar, Joel now lives and works between his home city and Paris. He has participated in numerous international biennales, including a solo project at Descartes in 2016 and exhibiting at Rencontre de Bamako in 2015. Other recent group exhibitions include The Divine Comedy, Heaven, Purgatory and Hell Revisited by Contemporary African Artists. In 2016, Joel received the Audemars Piguet Prize at Arco Madrid for his project, The Labyrinth of Passions, currently on display at the Conus in Art Festival in Lithuania. His first solo exhibition in the UK in Antananarivo is at Tyburn Gallery until the 23rd of December. Uget is a journalist who spent nine years traveling the African continent, researching creative production and cultural diversity. She has aired a daily show for international radio station broadcasted in Paris and across French-speaking Africa, and also has an interest in so-called world music, as well as textiles and graphic arts, particularly by emerging African-French design, fashion designers. Through her weekly show, En Croix Noir, she aimed to share her passion for the continent's film industry. Uget moved to the Organisation Internationale de la Francophonie in 2005, where she oversees cultural funding programmes. Thank you very much. Bonjour à tous. J'ai choisi de m'exprimer dans la langue française puisque, comme vous l'avez entendu dans la présentation, je suis spécialiste de programme pour une organisation internationale qui promeut à la fois une langue, donc la langue française, et euh, des valeurs humanistes euh, autour de la solidarité, de la paix, de la démocratie, des droits de l'homme. Et nous intervenons également dans le domaine de la culture. J'aurai euh, sans doute l'occasion d'en parler. Je vais éviter d'aller trop vite. J'ai oublié que nous avions euh, <rire> deux traductrices qui sont là pour euh, faire le lien. Hi. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm choosing to speak in French. As the, the presenter has said, I am a specialist from the Organisation Internationale de la Francophonie, the international organization of French-speaking countries, which promotes the French language and human values, including solidarity, peace, um, uh, democracy, and the French language and culture. I must not forget that I have some interpreters here, and so I mustn't speak too fast. <laughs> Merci. Je vais tourner vers Joël. Uh, le thème qui a été choisi, without beginning or end, en quoi ça t'a uh, interpellé, en quoi ça t'a touché, et surtout quel est le lien direct entre ce thème et le travail que tu effectues aujourd'hui I shall now um, ask Joël the question about the topic of the talk today, without beginning or end, and how that affects him, and what is the connection with your work. So, good evening, everyone. Everybody, sorry. And bonsoir. Bonjour. Ah, bonjour, Huguette. Bonjour, Huguette. Je suis très content, en tous les cas, de me retrouver euh, ici avec toi, parce que nous nous connaissons et nous ne nous connaissons pas beaucoup. Donc, je ne sais pas si c'est une... Euh, Nouvelle histoire, ou si c'est une never-ending story, <laughs> je ne sais pas. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here with you, and I'm very happy to be here with Uget because we've not, uh, we know each other, but not very well. So I don't know if it's the beginning of a new story, or if it will be a never-ending story. And yeah, I'm very happy to be with you too. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, um, la thématique est assez étonnante. Parce que elle, je ne sais pas si c'est une thématique. Je pense que c'est une vraie question, surtout dans le temps, dans, dans le temps d'aujourd'hui. Est-ce euh, qu'on, est-ce qu'on vit aujourd'hui par rapport à, par rapport à un début ou par rapport à une fin Est-ce qu'on vit par rapport au présent et pourquoi pas à travers le futur ou 
à travers effectivement une histoire ou des histoires, je ne sais pas. Euh, je, pense, je pense que la thématique choisie est intéressante dans un questionnement. Euh, bon, je suis là. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, about the theme, I found it very surprising, and I'm not sure it's actually a, a theme as, as such. It's more like a real question, and a question that we can ask um, ourselves in nowadays time. And about the today, like what is actually is today? Do we live uh, with the present or throughout the future? Um, yeah, I'm not very sure. And we live through stories. Um, à travers des histoires. À travers des histoires. Et c'est marrant, marrant parce que j'ai perdu le fil de mon de mon de mon, de mon, de mon discours. Mais mais oui, on va dire. Je vais revenir à mon travail. Alors pour le coup, je pense que la, la temporalité est quelque chose d'extrêmement important. On va dire déjà dans la vie, comme je l'ai un peu évoqué tout à l'heure, mais mais dans 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 mon travail, oui parce que je travaille avec différents, différentes matières, euh, sur aussi, je pense, différents, dans, dans différents contextes, sur différentes géographies, euh, de Madagascar à Paris, euh, aujourd'hui à Londres. Mais, mais ce, qui, ce qui nous fait tourner aujourd'hui, c'est cette, voilà, cette temporalité peut-être un peu commune, ou parfois aussi très solitaire, je ne sais pas. Um. I've lost my train of thought, so I'll go to my work. Uh, for my work, I think that the relationship with time is very important because I work with different material different, in different contexts and in different places, Madagascar, Paris, and today London, for example. So I think that in the today, the, this relationship with time is very important in my work. Alors pour qu'on puisse encore mieux appréhender ton, ton travail et, et saisir aussi comment tu t'appropries cette question de, de temporalité, de début et de fin. Euh, derrière nous, on voit quelques images que tu as sélectionnées. Euh, elles, elles illustrent quel, quel travail Yes, to return to the idea of how does your work actually um, touch on this idea of without beginning and without end, I can see some images behind me which you have chosen, and how does that relate to this? Alors, c'est un choix un peu radical parce que j'ai décidé de montrer euh, en fait des images de mon, on dire des images qui viennent de mon dernier, de ma dernière exposition qui a ouvert à Londres il y a il y a, il y a deux jours. Je pense qu'elle L'exposition répond assez bien à la thématique. Alors le titre de l'exposition, euh, l'exposition s'intitule « La cire et l'Antananarivo ». Donc déjà cette, cette relation, cette idée de, de l'année dernière, euh, on, par, on parle du temps dedans. C'est bien Oui. C'était une choix très radicale, parce que j'ai choisi une photo de ma dernière solo exhibition qui a été lancée deux jours ago à London. And I think this exhibition really answered the question about uh, temporality and beginning and end. Uh, this exhibition is called Last Year in Antananarivo. Mais indépendamment, indépendamment du temps, je pense qu'elle répond aussi matériellement à, sa, à cette question du temps, à travers euh, différents, différentes matières. Donc euh, les images passent, mais il y, y, y a du papier, il y a du textile, il y a des images, et qui sont manipulées... Euh, de différentes manières. Je peux vous expliquer un peu plus euh, un peu plus tard. And I think the exhibition answer also with the materials I've used because there are some texts, there are some pictures, uh, textiles, sorry, text. pictures, text as well, mm -hmm. and I've used them in different ways. And I'll uh, get you through it a bit later. Tu veux que je décrive tout de suite Oui, je veux bien, parce que j'ai été ravie de t'entendre euh, exprimer que tu étais un passionné de, 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 de matière, ça, bien sûr, dans ton travail euh, euh, en tant que plasticien, mais surtout le textile. Quels sont euh, les, les matériaux que tu as souhaité associer dans le cadre de ce travail Alors, c'est très intéressant. Ah, oui. oh, sorry. <rire> There's a question from him. 
So I think you have to translate. You know, the, yeah, the, you asked, do you want me to describe this immediately? And the answer is, I am delighted that you are very passionate about materials in, in your work and as a visual artist. Uh, and of course, I am very interested in textiles and, uh, and I'd like to know more about that. <coughs> Maintenant, je vais décrire l'exposition. C'est assez intéressant parce que vous avez en fait vu des images avant, qui sont des, des images d'archives. On, on le point de départ de l'exposition, c'est deux images que j'ai trouvées dans, donc dans ces archives malgaches, qui sont des archives coloniales, euh, qui s'appellent FTM. Euh, deux images qui datent donc de, de 1900 et qui s'intitulent « Le bal malgache » où, en fait, des malgaches et des déguisés en gens civilisés étaient invités à un bal pour soi-disant s'amuser. Mais finalement, ils étaient juste, euh, voilà, ils étaient des acteurs, euh, on va dire, euh, des pantomimes, si on peut dire ça comme ça. I don't know how to translate pantomime. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll start by descri describing the, the exhibition. So, as you can see, um, Well, in the beginning, there were two images that I took from national archives, uh, and they were the starting point of my exhibition. It's exactly these images. Uh, so these two images, they are pictures that were taken uh, in uh, yeah, yes. 1900, mm -hmm. yeah. And it, they are entitled the Malgash Ball. So you have here uh, Malgash people who are dressed up as civilized people and who took part uh, in a ball, but in reality they were actors. They were like puppets. Uh, et à partir de ces en fait, j'ai décidé d'utiliser ces images, pas comme, un, pas comme un historien, parce que je ne suis pas un historien, je ne suis pas un sociologue, je, suis, je reste un artiste. J'ai décidé d'utiliser ces images comme, comme un vrai médium, comme un artiste. Donc j'ai décidé de les plier en quatre, de les, de les découper en quatre d'abord, pour en extraire en fait, de nouveaux cadrages et une nouvelle lecture. Okay. So I decided to use these pictures not like an historian because this is not why I, what I am. I just used them like a media for my art. So I took these pictures and I took the and I cut them into four pieces and that gives me new frame. À travers ces à travers ces nouveaux regards en fait, donc ce nouveau scénario construit à partir de cette image, donc euh, cette image ancienne d'un autre temps mm -hmm. qui peut-être aujourd'hui euh, on, on a un nouveau regard par rapport à ça j'ai fait encore une autre d'autres extractions dont deux choses importantes euh, je pense dans un bal les robes sont des éléments importants les robes comme des personnalités comme des personnages et de l'autre côté euh, des on va dire des, des objets de, de aussi de, des objets aussi de ce bal Um, so that gives me a starting point for a new scenario with these new point of views. So I took these old pictures and today we can still have a new point of view on them. And from these pictures I took two I extracted two elements. I extracted the dress because the dress can be seen almost like, like people in this, in this way. And I extracted the objects that you can see. Alors, euh, donc ça au-dessus, vous, euh, vous avez donc les... C'est ce que j'appelle les robes. Donc il y, a, il y a huit personnages, huit robes qui sont, qui sont présentées. Euh, mais ce qui est aussi intéressant, encore une fois, dans l'idée d'une autre temporalité, dans l'idée d'une autre géographie, la couleur qui, qui est en fait, la couleur qu'il y a dans, dans ces pièces ne sont pas des, des, tissus, des textiles malgaches. J'ai décidé de créer un autre pont, j'ai décidé en fait d'utiliser des saris. Euh, avec un autre pont qui pourrait être Madagascar, l'Inde, euh, et on en a parlé avec Juliette tout à l'heure. C'est vrai que Madagascar, géographiquement, nous sommes proches de l'Afrique, nous sommes en Afrique, mais dans la culture, nous avons quand même de vraies tendances, quelque part, euh, asiatiques. So I took these eight uh, people, these eight dresses that I've presented, but I decided that in this idea of another temporality and an another geography, I realized that actually the, um, the colors that I've used were not from Madagascar, and I decided to use a sari. So I decided to use an Indian material to build a bridge, and this is, um, it relates to a conversation I was having with Uget earlier. In Madagascar, we are 
part of the African continent. We're quite close to Africa, but we still have uh, culturally a very strong uh, bound with Asia. Alors, ce qui est très étonnant, par exemple, à Madagascar, les vendeurs de textiles sont des Indiens et des Pakistanais. C'est marrant. D'accord. Mm. So this is quite interesting and funny in a way because in Madagascar, people who are selling uh, fabrics are from India or Pakistan usually. Alors, le deuxième temps de l'exposition, donc, sont les objets qui, qui sont ces objets noirs qui sont des papiers moulés. Euh, L'idée, on va dire en général, dans un, dans un résumé, c'était de c'était de garder aussi une mémoire, euh, une mémoire, on va dire, juste, des, on va dire, des formes d'une part, mais je vais vous décrire le principe, et, et là vous allez comprendre, c'est qu'en fait, toute la technique de ces moulages, c'est comme ce qu'on a tous fait quand on était enfant, on prend un ballon, on souffle dedans, on l'enveloppe en fait de, de papier, avec de la colle et, du, et de l'eau, quand c'est sec, on éclate le ballon, et en fait, on garde la, la, la forme et la mémoire de l'air. Et c'est tout ce que j'ai voulu faire à travers ces objets. Donc, euh, une temporalité qui est finalement peut-être immatérielle, parce que les objets sont vides. Mais en même temps, ils ont, ces objets ont une forme. OK, so if I move on to the second element of my exhibition, the object, you can see the black object, they are made of paper. So the mm. idea was to... Molding paper. Molding paper. It was to keep the shape of the object, like we, we've all done this when we were uh, children. You, you blow a balloon, you covered it with paper, with glue and with water, and once it's dry, you can blast the balloon and you still have the shape with the, the dried paper. So the idea is to have, for the balloon, you have the memory of a shape, you have the memory of air. And this is what I've done with the object. They're actually empty objects. Encore une question. Je reviens toujours sur ce, cette photo avec tous ces personnages qui est complètement euh, surréaliste. Euh, tu parlais de mémoire également. Toutes ces robes que l'on voit, euh, comment, elles se, comment elles sont réinterprétées aujourd'hui à Madagascar Est-ce que ce, ce type de, de représentation euh, se perpétue, ça se transmet, euh, ces vêtements d'apparat pour des occasions particulières, ou elle, euh, ça existe encore um, I'd like to come back to the photograph with all these people, it's rather surrealist uh, photograph. Um, you talked about memory in relation to this, and my, my question is, are these dresses still relevant today in Madagascar? Has this idea been transmitted to today, and for what kind of occasions would this still be done today? Les vêtements qui sont montrés réellement sur la photo, non, on va dire, ils, sont, ils ne sont plus, ces vêtements ne sont plus à la mode. Mais, mais pour, élargir, pour élargir la conversation, le rapport au textile à Madagascar est quelque chose d'extrêmement de, de, important. Euh, vraiment dans la tradition populaire et dans, dans, dans la culture malgache, on, on va dire, on est, avec, on est avec une pièce textile et on meurt en fait dans du tissu. Okay, so regarding this clothes, uh, my answer is no, and they are no longer in fashion. But to broaden the discussion, uh, I think the relationship with textile in Madagascar is very important in our tradition and in our culture, because we are born with a piece of clothing and we die with a piece of clothing. Hello, par exemple. Je vous raconte mon histoire parce que je pense que c'est mieux et c'est celle que je connais. Quand je suis née, euh, ma grand-mère m'a offert effectivement, moi je ne je, je savais pas, mais j'étais enveloppée dans un tissu qui était spécialement fait. Bon, elle l'a fabriqué elle-même. Et si un jour, bon, je ne sais pas quand est-ce que je vais mourir, mais, mais, mais à travers le temps, euh, je suis censée en fait m'envelopper aussi dans un tissu, dans une relation qui est, qui est une écharpe ou quelque chose un peu comme ça. Et à la fin, donc quand on meurt, euh, le linceul est un élément extrêmement important, déjà dans sa qualité, dans sa, dans sa valeur aussi, on va dire, artisanale, dans sa fabrication, mais aussi dans sa valeur sociale. Euh, par exemple, un linceul, qui, on va dire un, un cadavre, un cadavre mm -hmm. qui est enveloppé dans trois linceuls, est un cadavre pauvre. Euh, il faut être enveloppé dans un cadavre, de, par exemple, de 20 linceuls. Et dans ces 20 linceuls, c'est mieux d'avoir, en plus, des, des 7 pans en fait, de tissus qui sont rassemblés. 
Après, il faut qu'il soit rouge si on vient d'une certaine classe sociale ou il faut qu'elle soit beige si tu, tu n'es rien. Donc, ce sont, ce sont des codes, on va dire, dans le textile. Et ce que je trouve très intéressant, pour revenir de manière plus générale au textile, c'est le langage, en fait, que l'on peut, que l'on peut, ce langage qu'on peut écrire à travers tout ça. OK, I will start with my own story, for instance. Uh, for example, when I was born, I didn't know that, but I knew it afterwards. My grandmother gave me a piece of clothing that she has done herself. And I know that throughout my life, I need to carry on this relationship with textile. So I have to wrap myself, let's say, in a scarf. And then you have the idea of, how do you say Lancel? Shroud? Shroud. Shroud, sorry. Yeah, when I, and the shroud is very uh, important for us in our culture. And for example, poor people, are wrapped with only three, whereas rich people 20, and these 20 shall have to have uh, like seven different pieces of, of textile. And we also have a color coding. So for example, it has to be um, red if you're from a upper uh, social class or the aristocracy, yeah. or beige when you're poorer. So this coding and this language throughout textile is also very important. Mais c'est pas juste, on va dire, on, là on parle de Madagascar, mais je pense de manière générale, mm. on va dire partout. Mm. Le, textile est, le textile est un élément extrêmement intéressant. Dire, quand j'ai quand, quand fait ce voyage en Inde en janvier et que je découvre, on va dire, j'ai trouvé ces saris, c'est des moments assez magiques parce que ce sont des tissus par exemple, c'est étonnant d'ailleurs dans la temporalité, qui n'ont qu'une seule vie. Ce sont des, ce sont des robes que, que les, les femmes ne portent qu'une seule fois, parce que ce sont des saris d'exception. Et donc après, elles sont abandonnées. Et en fait, elles sont revendues sur un second marché pour que d'autres personnes puissent les porter. C'est étonnant tout, tout, tout ça. Oui, yeah, so that was an ex uh, um, my example was about Madagascar, but this relationship with textiles is important everywhere else. And I have the example of India. So I was there in January when I, when I purchased the sari for my exhibition. And these saris were, I was very happy when I purchased them. And they are very interesting because they, are, um, they have one life only. The women who purchased this sari wore them only once. And then you have to sell them on another market, and this shari has uh, have a second life after after that. Je, je t'entends parler avec beaucoup d'enthousiasme, beaucoup de passion aussi du textile. Euh, tu n'as jamais été tenté par euh, un travail euh, exclusif sur cette sur ce sur ce matériau, travailler sur du, du vêtement, par exemple. Um, I'm hearing that you're extremely um passionate and uh, keen on textiles. Have you never been tempted to work exclusively on this? Perhaps on, on clothes, for example? Je vais répondre oui et je vais répondre non. Koyo est où Je suis là. Koyo connaît bien mon histoire. Et, et c'est vrai, vrai que oui. Oui, il y a quelqu'un qui, qui manque un peu aujourd'hui, par exemple avec, avec la mine, avec Roulibette. Voilà, c'était des moments... Euh, moi, j'avais fait un stage chez Roulibet parce que je voulais découvrir le sens du vêtement. C'est quelque chose qui m'intéresse. Mais qui, je pense qui ne m'intéresse pas uniquement parce que c'est du textile et uniquement parce que c'est du vêtement, mais parce que c'est un code, c'est un langage, c'est une coupe, c'est une structure. C'est tout ça aussi qui m'intéresse dedans. So I'm going to say yes and I'm going to say no at the same time. And Koyo knows what I mean because she knows my experience. So I had an internship in Kulibet. Kulibet. Yeah. Who is not here tonight, today? He was invited. He was invited. supposed to yes. be here, but unfortunately, the date was coinciding with another engagement of him in, in the US. So, yeah. So mm -hmm. what was interesting for me uh, from this experience was not only the, clo the cloth and the textile <laughs> as such, but also the meaning behind. Uh, Beyond the clothing, it's not only textile, it's also a code, a, la a language, as I said before. Mm -hmm. Après, après le, le fait de dire non, c'est que si on parle réellement de la mode, euh, la mode, c'est pas juste le vêtement. Je pense que la, la mode, c'est un, voilà, c'est tout un univers, c'est un univers de communication. 
c'est un univers de c'est un univers d'argent aussi euh, indépendamment de ça c'est pas voilà c'est tout un système en fait donc c'est là où je peux dire non parce que le système je, voilà je ne pourrais pas je, je n'y arriverai pas en tous les cas et je pense que ça ne m'intéresse pas par contre tout le code du vêtement et du textile ça oui comme nous tous d'ailleurs je pense un peu non toi oui, aussi non absolument <rire> et euh... après une chance toute gentille ouais. uh, ok um... I said uh, about the no, um, when you talk about fashion, fashion is not only clothing, it's also a whole universe, a whole universe built around money. It's a whole system as such. So I would say no to the system. But what I found interesting once again is the codes of the textile and the clothing. And I think it's the same for you as well. Yes. Can you say something about that? Well, I mean, fashion matters. <laughs> no, it's very Why did you choose this uh, never ending beginning oui. thing? No, it's interesting. The oui. word. We start with that, like wh why we. No, no ending, without, uh, without yeah. beginning, no, no end. Ending, yeah. yeah. Because I think uh, textile comes into our life very early and it never mm -hmm. leaves us. Okay. It's true, which is uh, it's true actually. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good. Et est-ce qu'on peut être euh, amené à penser qu'un jour, euh, tu pourrais... Euh, Puisqu'il y, y a un oui et un non, mm -hmm. donc il y a une voix qui, qui reste quand même ouverte. Mm -hmm. euh, je ne fais pas de prosélytisme, hein, mais euh, je, je suis... Euh, je, je regarde ta tenue. Euh, je pense forcément aussi à un programme sur lequel on travaille depuis très peu de temps, avec des jeunes stylistes que l'on accompagne euh, pour euh, à la fois de la création, je vais parler doucement, je, je... Des, des stylistes que l'on accompagne en formation, mm -hmm. euh, pour créer des vêtements, pour euh, renforcer euh, le volet entrepreneuriat culturel aussi, puisque tu parlais d'argent, mais il y a surtout à la fois les accompagner dans leur créativité, mais euh, la notion de temps est importante. Ce n'est pas de la fast fashion, on peut travailler sur une seule pièce pendant euh, un mois, deux mois, voilà, ça prendre du temps et travailler aussi sur des produits qui restent euh, uniques. Donc il y a euh, aussi un autre volet de la mode, mais ça je pense que tu y es sensible aussi. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, um, can we perhaps think that one day, because you're saying maybe yes, maybe no, maybe the, the, the path is still open for you to, to do this. Um, I'm also uh, looking at your clothes and I'm thinking of a program that we're running. We've been running for some, uh, some short time with young designers. Um, we are helping them uh, in their training uh, to create clothes uh, and promote the culture. Uh, we're helping them in their creativity. It's not about fast fashion. They take a month or two to develop the, the garments. So it's developed over time and it becomes a unique product. Tu me poses en temps. Tu m'as posé une question, en fait. Oui. <rire> Alors, je, maintenant, je vais te dire oui, mais je vais te dire oui avec aussi des, avec d'autres ouvertures. Mm. Euh, je pense qu'en étant artiste, euh, voilà, je ne peux pas être que artiste parce que ça ne veut rien dire en fait. Euh, c'est pas parce qu'on oui, est artiste qu'on peut pas s'habiller, on peut s'amuser avec les vêtements. Donc ça, c'est la partie légère des choses. Mais, mais je, te, je, je te dirai oui parce que c'est un domaine qui est intéressant, qui a, qui a une énergie qui a effectivement un rapport au temps qui est extrêmement intéressant parce que tu as un renouvellement. Toi, tu parlais de fast fashion, mais moi, je trouve ça presque très intéressant, si tu veux, de, se, de, voir, de voir se renouveler tous les six mois. Mm. Mais, mais, mais pour revenir à l'ouverture, c'est oui, parce que, si tu veux, même moi, en ayant eu des désirs quelque part de mode et finalement euh, finir ici, euh, on va dire, dans l'art contemporain, j'ai fait, fait des études d'architecture. Donc, mais, 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 mais le monde est ouvert, la vie est, la vie est assez longue et je pense qu'il y a encore énormément de, choses à, énormément de choses à explorer. Um, so now I can say yes, but I will tell you yes uh, with another opening because um, I'm an artist, but I'm not only an artist because what does it really mean to be an artist? Uh, and also about clothing, it's not uh, only about dressing, dressing up, you can also have fun with the clothing and the, 
and the government. <coughs> so I think the, the question of fashion is very interesting for me because of its relationship with time once again. The relationship with time is very important. This need to renew every six months and so on. So this is true that I had an idea and a desire for fashion. Uh, but you know, I, I trained as an architect and I end up in modern art. So I think, I think not, nothing is fixed. You can still have openings and new ideas. Yeah, we have to discover more things. And yeah, and there is a lot of things, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow I will end up you know, in this, I don't know, like medicines or something, I don't know. And, and there's tons and tons of mediums around the world. On parle du temps depuis tout à l'heure, je pense à l'actualité. Est-ce qu'on a forcément envie, quand on est un artiste comme toi, de se prononcer sur ce qui nous entoure, ce qui se passe aujourd'hui We're talking about time here, and um, I'm thinking of now. Um, as an artist, are you sort of forced to talk about now, today? Tu parles de l'actualité ou oui. tu, tu d'accord, ok. Um, oui et non, encore mm. une fois. Je mm. pense qu'on a, nous sommes dans une période où on a le choix, mais mais forcément le contexte, ce qui se passe autour, si tu veux, nous influence dans dans nos fabrications et dans nos, dans, nos, dans, 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 dans nos gestes et dans nos attitudes. Donc oui, quelque part. Après, c'est à chacun de, de, de choisir une voie peut-être plus politique, une voie plus engagée, une voie qui est peut-être plus esthétique, euh, ou parfois plus frivole, peu importe. Mais, mais le contexte, voilà, c'est une vraie influence. Mais de, de mon côté, j'essaie de rester le même à chaque fois. C'est important. Um, are you talking about current affairs? Okay, so I would say yes and no once again. I think nowadays you can have the choice. Um, but I think we are influenced by the context. Um, the context is, is always an influence in our making and in our behavior. So, and then you can choose if you want to, to adopt a more political voice or to be a bit less Oh, to be more uh, frivolous if you want to. Et est-ce que tu penses au temps lorsque tu es en création? Do you think about time when you are creating and being creative? Est-ce que tu penses au début, à la fin? Do you think of the beginning and the end? Oui. 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 Je pense que oui, c'est inconsciemment oui. Uh, I think yes, but it's not conscious. Il y a d'autres interventions euh, sur euh, nos échanges, notre discussion sans fin et avec un début. Is there any, anything anyone else wants to say about our discussion on without beginning or end? Je ne sais plus où on en est dans le temps. Monsieur, madame. Ah, il y a quelqu'un d'autre Il y a un monsieur derrière toi. Ah, allez-y, allez-y. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I wanted to ask Joelle if you could talk about any uh, installations in Madagascar and the kinds of conversations you've had with the uh, public around them. You mean in Madagascar only? What is, what is my relation with Madagascar, or what's with my work in Madagascar? Yes, if, what kinds of conversations have surrounded your work in Madagascar? Okay. Yes, okay. Je le fais en français, du coup? Non, c'est bon, ça a été traduit. Okay. Um, actually, I left Madagascar eight, now it's like I was, when I was 18, so I there, was a there was a period that I forgot Madagascar. I was away and I was in Paris and studying architecture and something. And then I decided to actually to, to come back to Madagascar and to produce some work. And actually the textile pieces that you see um, on the images, they are like, they are produced in Madagascar. So I decided actually to open this studio dedicated to the textile. And I have some four people, they are working with me, the studio and everything. So this is the personal way of creation and, and something. But uh, when I'm, when I'm showing something in, in Madagascar, I think 
it doesn't make sense just to show only my work. So um, I'm doing, I did some project, like for example in 2009, I built this project uh, called uh, 30 and Almost Dreams, where I invite actually some friends, uh, artists from different countries and with the different mediums and everything. So, so when I'm showing my work, I'm trying to show my work with other people and to give actually a different vision of the, of the world. Because I, I don't want to say that Madagascar is poor, but really it's really, in terms of visual art, it's really, there's, there is nothing. It's because of the history, because uh, when, we, when, we, when, we, when the French people left actually, so the first government that we, uh, that we had, they decided to close the Ecole des Beaux-Arts. So mm. that's, uh, that's one of the reasons. So we don't really have some visual artists. But we have some beautiful photographers, by the way. And, um, and we, yeah, so I'm trying to do some projects. I did another one in 2011. And last year, for example, I did this project and I invite um, uh, Omar Victor Diop to, to do a kind of a duo, but it was a kind of a dialogue there. So, well, the reaction of the people in general was great, but, um, but there's, well, there's nothing real. I can, I can tell you like, okay, we gain something or we, we uh, I don't know. But I know that there's some, yeah, there were some people who suddenly discovered that they are an artist. Like, um, for example, you know exactly like Rina Ralairanai, which is actually a friend. And through this few exhibitions, then he became an artist, and then he starts doing videos and something. So there is not a l it's not a lot of things, but there are some few people, of course. I don't know if I. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Alors, je sais pas, je te la pose en français ou en anglais. Pour Huguette, je sais pas. Tu c'est pour moi ou c'est pour Huguette aussi? C'est pour toi. D'accord, comme tu veux. En français. en français, donc. Alors, euh, d'abord, merci beaucoup, Joël, d'être là. Et euh, c'est un, un réel plaisir euh, de t'avoir à la foire et surtout de t'avoir au forum pour pouvoir euh, parler un peu plus et avoir une meilleure compréhension et entrer dans, dans ton travail. Effectivement, ça fait longtemps que je connais ton travail, que je le suis discrètement et, euh, et comme je suis lente ça me prend beaucoup de temps pour comprendre certaines choses et je pense que c'est seulement en fait depuis peut-être deux ans que je pense que je commence à comprendre euh, ce que tu fais et la raison pour laquelle on t'a invité aussi effectivement malheureusement l'ami n'était pas là parce que c'était vraiment le duo idéal qu'on voulait créer dans, dans la discussion c'est que euh, ton travail est énormément euh, dans l'entre-deux ouais. et euh, je ne sais pas si c'est consciemment que tu le crées que tu le façonnes comme ça de le mettre dans l'entre-deux c'est ni dans l'un ni dans l'autre il peut jouer partout d'ailleurs euh, je te fais une, une petite confidence publique quand je rénover euh, le, le nouvel espace à Dakar. À un moment, je me suis dit, oh là là, qu'est-ce que ce serait beau d'avoir des voilages de Joël. <rire> Donc, c'est juste pour te dire qu'il euh, y, a, y, a, y a vraiment ce côté euh, euh, très poétique, en fait, de comment tu utilises le textile, le tissu, et, euh, et en même temps, comment tu le, tu le mets en scène euh, d'une manière très physique, physique dans le sens que euh, le textile devient finalement comme une vraie matière remplie alors que c'est quelque chose de volant. De, voilà. Donc j'aimerais savoir, euh, cet entre-deux là, c'est ça qui m'intéresse surtout, ce, ce, ce ni l'un ni l'autre euh, qu'est-ce qu que tu poursuis par ça Qu'est-ce que tu veux exprimer avec ça Comment, comment est-ce que tu tu, tu l'utilises ou que tu ne l'utilises pas Je pense que 
uh, it's actually just really in the last few years, the last couple of years, that I think I'm beginning to understand actually what you do. Um, the, the, the two were invited here, the, 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 the duo, what is the duo? The fashion designer. Okay. 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 The fashion designer was invited here, and unfortunately they are not here. Um, it, it seems to me that um, you're in between, not one or the other. Um, I have to tell you something that's a little bit of a secret. When I was setting up the new space, <laughs> new space in Dakar, I really wish I could have Joelle's work here. Is it me? I don't know. Mm -hmm. There's really a very poetic side to your work, how you use textiles and how you stage it very physically. And it really becomes a real material in the way that you stage it. Um, this idea of being in between one or the other, um, what is it that you express with this? Um, what is it that you use to express this idea? You know, for you, I think it takes time to fall in love, not to be convinced, so I don't know. So we are on this idea of time again. So, mm. so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you a secret too, from my side, that it took time. Well, it took time for me to, you know, to understand what I'm doing, and and I'm still, it's still the same thing. You know, so when I'm starting a process, for example, and it takes time to be, yeah, to decide that actually this is the real, uh, the real product, or this is the real product, or this is the real artwork. But uh, but you are true that uh, I'm really interested on 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 this idea of uh, in between. I don't know if um, if it's coming from you know from Madagascar maybe. As I said in the beginning, like in Madagascar we are between something and something. Uh, we are between Africa on the other side and we are yeah. like in Asia on the other side. Uh, we are super big, but we are actually an island. Uh, and when you arrive in Antananarivo, you don't feel the sea. You are just like in Roma. It's cold uh, during winter time. So I think I think it's com the first thing is coming from that. And um, and w when we are about textile, um, the very interesting thing is well, I'm going to say it in French because I don't know how to say that in English properly. Entre la chaîne et la trame. Is that about weaving? The weft and the weft, weft and the, is it the, the two ways of weaving? Yes, the between the uh, warp and the weft. So yes. actually, mm -hmm. the most wow. beautiful thing is when you cross all of these threads, mm -hmm. and it's the space between. So yeah, and everything is like this. If, you know, when you fell in love, it's <coughs> not. I think it's not the moment of the action. It's the is the space between, the space between us. Uh, so I'm trying to find, not the right moment, but to, to explore actually this, uh, this, uh, this moment fragile, if I, mm -hmm. this kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, there's no perfect answer from, from your question, but, it, but, but you understand, and I think we all understand this, uh, this, the, this idea that we can be something, but the best thing is like actually to be someone else. Like being just, being simple is not really, I don't want to say that it's not really nice, mm -hmm. but it's not really important, I think. Um, it's not a mask, but it's just like floating in the air. So, so, and especially in the moment that you, everything is like, defined and clear that you are like, there's a kind of a category and this domain and something. And, and I prefer to be between somewhere and somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to react from, from this thing. Well, I think, you know, we, we discussed when you... Need a mic? Yeah, we are recording. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, we were together in your opening, and uh, and and this idea of being in between um, is something that that relates to anybody who somehow comes from the continent, is mm. come from the diaspora, and is kind of find herself in this in between space. And something that I found extremely interesting of your work is also about building a language for 
this space that is, by definition, not definable. Yes. And, uh, and, and, and being able to delve into a space where you can talk about yourself without actually talking about yourself um, is actually something special. Mm-hmm. It's actually something rare um, that if you are, that I could relate very much, uh, being Italian, being Gambian, being Senegalese, being Catholic, being Muslim, and so on and so forth. Um, and, and so it's, and it's actually um, this type of idea of, of, of somehow defining the undefinable without doing it, but experiencing it and try to express it and try to fall in love. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you. <laughs> but I can, I can put a word actually on this uh, undefinable space or moment. Uh, I think it's called emotion. And the emotion is actually very personal. And emotion, actually you can share you know, this emotion. And to define and to materialize the emotion, actually I think this is what I want to, this is exactly what I want to explore. I want what I want to materialize uh, on my work. Which is complicated because you never you, you don't know you don't know it can be it can be a small detail it can be a smell it can just be you know um, some little effect on the textile or on the paper but from this little effect then we can talk about you know this identity thing your religion or some memories that you had before or, so, or something else so yeah. I also I meant to. Um, maybe encourage you or ask you to talk a little bit about, I don't know if you talked about it before I got here, but you are very much part of a very important (coughs) uh, uh, project, which is uh, Maison Revue Noire, Mm -hmm. and you did a wonderful installation in Dakar this year, which is called La Maison Sentimentale, and uh, and Revue Noire, for those of you who don't know what Revue Noire is or was, was the first uh, uh, magazine dedicated to contemporary African art in the early 90s, uh, based in Paris. So, and it, but it was more than that. I mean, and through that project of La Maison Sentimentale in, uh, in Dakar this year, you really retraced the whole history, but as an installation. And uh, knowing that in Maison Revue Noire, you had all sorts of profiles of people. I mean, you were talking architecture, and I think it will be interesting to hear more the relationship between uh, the artistic practice that you do today and how much of your architectural training is uh, fed into it and also in the context of Revinois having architects, novelists, you know, writers, uh, artists, photographers around. I think it's, uh, it would be interesting to, to lose some words about that. Okay, um, let's go to the past first because um, um, when actually when I arrived in Paris and I remember this moment when uh, some people told me that, oh, you know, so well, you have to do, you have to go in the art school. Some people said, oh, you have to go to the fashion school. And the other people say, like, go to this design school. And you, it's actually true that uh, the people from Revenoir, from, uh, from Jean-Louis, which was just here, Pascal, uh, from like Gonet, and they told me, like, you have to go to this architecture school because you will discover more, actually, that uh, all the things that you knew before from Madagascar and everything. So. Well, this is uh, this. This was the past, um, and and again, actually, actually, I think it's very complicated to 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 to, to give a real definition with this kind of relationship or my position um, uh, with Revinoir. But there is only one word. It's uh, I think it's it's a family that uh, we are sharing. Actually, like many ide- many ideas uh, in terms of aesthetic, in terms of choices, in terms of colors, or I don't know. And um, if I go back on the, on the show on La Maison Sentimentale, uh, the, the, the title of the show, like La Maison Sentimentale, is come actually from this idea of the family. Mm-hmm. So the show, the show was divided in two parts. On, on the other part, it, the, I have these um, white pages, the, or paperwork actually, it was an installation. 
uh, actually on this part, it was kind of white books, a virgin books, where you can write in another story of Revenoir from the, the people who knows actually Revenoir and the people who just discover Revenoir. And the other side, this 150 frames with Again, it's not the history of Revenoir. It's not uh, an historical installation. It's my emotion that I found, you know, on the magazine that I'm sharing with these people, these friends, these kind of fathers or mothers, but with the family. And um, yeah, let's. I'm, I just want to say family, and and in the family you have many things. Uh, you have many things on it. Alors moi, je vais, je vais rebondir justement sur la maison sentimentale et la, la relation à l'histoire, mais en allant plus loin, euh, on a découvert ton exposition, enfin, ceux qui ne l'ont pas vue, il faut absolument aller chez Tyburn, euh, à Londres, voir ta dernière exposition, dont on voit les, les, les images là. Et euh, j'ai le souvenir aussi, au moment de Dakar, euh, avant Dakar, pardon, de, de, de Bamako, où euh, tu as entamé, à mon sens, un nouveau chapitre, euh, de ton travail, dans lequel tous les éléments euh, sur le, que tu avais explorés étaient là, mais que tu redéployais en tirant un peu plus loin les fils de ton histoire, hein, puisque le fil est très présent, et le fil, c'est ce qui nous relie au monde, et là, c'est ce qui te relie aussi à ton histoire, et que tu as commencé à redéployer dans ce travail sur l'archive, euh, l'archive familiale, l'archive sentimentale, et euh, est-ce que... Euh, ce que tu nous présentes à Tyburn est une continuation de cette réflexion Est-ce que c'est un nouveau chapitre Est-ce que c'est quelque chose qui va être un, un projet à plus long cours Parce que je sais que tu aimes comme ça creuser et justement tirer les fils, les croiser et trouver d'autres espaces. Voilà. Um, vous avez découvert l'exposition à Tibin, vous avez dit J'invite euh, tout le monde à aller découvrir l'exposition. D'accord. J'ai découvert une belle exposition à la Tibin Gallery et j'aimerais like inviter tout le monde à aller voir ça. C'est fantastique. À Bamako, j'ai vu un chapitre de votre travail où vous explorez différents éléments de votre life and that there's a continuing thread there in that um, you drew on the archives also and um, on your family and your own feelings is the exhibition that I've just mentioned a continuation of that is it something new or are we are we can we expect some longer-term project leading from that exhibition um. In English or in French? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, um, I, I had an interview yesterday, um, this guy, and he asked me, like, so I discovered your, your work, like, uh, two years ago, but can you tell me what is, what is actually the relationship between this new show and your work before? And uh, I just say that, um, and the answer is for you too, actually, that actually I think everything was on my mind. You know, this uh, sentimental archive, this familial archive, this uh, colonial, colonial archive. Well, I was not there, but they were, they were, they were somewhere. Uh, this textile, I'm still use, I, I use them still like many years. So everything is kind of, uh, uh, everything was there. But I think now it's the right moment to be, not to be more clear, but, but just like to, to put on the table this uh, space between what we were just talking about that um, uh, from my family to my lovers, uh, from my lovers to actually uh, my country and from some unknown people and some or the other people that, will, that, will, that I will discover soon in the future, in another places somewhere, uh, it's the moment for me, like now to set up uh, everything on the table, a kind of a language. So yes, there's a kind of a new page, I, I, I understand, but uh, it's not an evolution, I think it's a kind of, the, the process was there, all the material was there. But now, yeah, it's, it, maybe it's more defined, that's, that's the thing. And of course, it's, a, it's an ongoing process and I'm gonna continue it like, um, I don't know if it's bigger or smaller, 
but I have to, I have to, yeah, I have to work on it. And I remember because with Marianne we had this discussion, I think in Bamako, when I actually it was the first time that I that I opened this idea of the windows of the archive. And when you, and when you tell me that the archive is very interesting, but now you have to maybe you can you can you can build the materiality uh, of this archive. And yeah, it's um, things are here, and and, uh, and I'm working on it. It's not really an answer, but just I. have to ask some questions to get to her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget her. <laughs> She's very important. <laughs> my, my question actually is um, uh, to you. Um, I didn't catch the name of the gallery that you, you really suggested that we see, and I would love to know. It's the Tyburn Gallery. The Tyburn, and where yes, do we find this? It's, uh, it's on Barrett Street, 20, 26 or 25? 26. 26. 26. You see Selfridges? Yeah. It's just next door. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah, we have a booth here, and uh, I told you before, so you, can, you are more than welcome to visit the booth and you have all the information. Thanks. So I have one last thing. Uh, I think you get earlier was asking you about how much current affairs uh, have an influence in your, in your process of making work. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and I would sort of pick up on there, on, on that, but in a different way, because I think that, and coming back to Revue Noir, I'm sorry, is that there is this very uh, kind of seemingly nonchalant way of being engaged mm -hmm. that is articulated through a lot of poetry. And when I say poetry, it's not necessarily written poetry, but poetry of life, poetry of aesthetics, poetry of relating poetry. So. I would like to, if you want to say something about poetry and your work. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you uh, one reference. Uh, I'm really fascinated. I, I discovered actually this guy called uh, Jean-Joseph Rabervel, and he was, a, he was a Malagasy poet. He died when he was like 35. He committed suicide, actually. Because, well, it was right, this guy was writing actually something very romantic and poetic and everything, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the some of the texts are like uh, almost dreams. Uh, most of them are in French. But this guy is very interesting because he was writing actually at the same time in French and in Malagasy. 1900, which is very interesting, colonial time and everything. And this guy decided to commit a suicide because he, he never, he never, he never get up, you know. From Madagascar, so, so I don't know if it's a good answer or not, but um, I like this idea of beautiful thing in the other side. One of the most beautiful thing in the other side, this idea of deception sometimes too, like um, the balance between drama, melancholy sometimes, and um, again we are going back on the emotion. Like, I don't know, there is no real definition. Uh, I'm going to say something in French like this moment de flottement, un peu, mm. moment fragile, mm. comme ça. The vulnerability. Yes. Mm. But, but I think, I think you, you, well, you gave us the answer when you say that there is a poetry on, 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 on the nonchalance. No? Mm -hmm. no? Yeah, back to you, <laughs> yeah, you have to say something. Because <laughs> 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 à un moment donné, on a envie de sortir un peu de sa zone de confort. On a parlé de famille, on a parlé de... de tu as beaucoup parlé de... Il y a eu des notions de mélancolie aussi. De, de, pardon, vous parlez de... Mélancolie. De mélancolie. 
Est-ce qu'on a envie de sortir de sa zone de confort, d'aborder des, des matériaux euh, avec lesquels on n'a jamais travaillé, des sujets qu'on n'a pas abordés euh, J'imagine que ce n'est pas forcément prévisible, mais euh, est-ce qu'on euh, a envie de se jeter dans le vide à un moment donné Sometimes we like to come out of our comfort zone. Uh, you've talked about your family and about melancholy. Um, would you, do you, are you ever tempted to come out of your comfort zone in terms of your work, perhaps with different subjects or different materials? Uh, maybe this is something that can't be very well predicted, but is that something you've thought about, of jumping into the void out of your comfort zone? You know, I think when you are in this um, moment of melancholy and in this space in between, there is no comfort zone properly. Mm -hmm. It's always something complicated. Not complicated. Complicated is not the right word. It's just like you... I, I'm always questioning myself about everything. Uh, what's happened around or what, what, what I'm going to do tomorrow or something. So, So, no, I don't have to jump somewhere. Like, I, I think I don't need to, to go, you know, in a very extravagant moment or, or material. It's just this question. And again, uh, going back, you know, in the past, the archive, it's this idea of aller, retour, something like that. But I don't have to commit a suicide. No. <laughs> We don't want that. On peut on a dit beaucoup de choses, beaucoup de choses intéressantes. Ça m'a donné aussi l'occasion de découvrir encore mieux le travail de Joël, mieux connaître ton univers. J'avais eu l'occasion de voir quelques expositions, notamment à Dakar, Maison Sentimentale. Une exposition très belle et avec une thématique très touchante, très intime, très personnelle aussi. J'ai été ravie de cette discussion et je remercie Poyou. Les sujets étaient d'une richesse folle. Pour moi, il n'y avait plus de temps, il n'y avait plus d'espace. J'ai eu un flottement. <rire> J'ai été ravie de participer à cet échange et puis de pouvoir faire le, le lien, passer le fil. Merci à tous. Um, we've we've uh, had a long discussion and I've had the opportunity to discover more about your work and